You're listening to RTI Audio, powered by Rocky Top Insider. This is Pancakes and Bacon with BFL, Tyler Turbison, and Reed Bacon. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Pancakes and Bacon. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Kerbison, joined with Reed Bacon. Have a great podcast today. We are breaking down our new quarterback commit, Jake Merklinger. Uh, looking at his film, sharing with you guys what we saw of it really impresses us um, and why we're excited for him to get on campus. It's going to be great. Uh, before we get into that, if you guys are watching, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, leave a comment. If you're just listening, rate and review, download and re-download, follow us on all those platforms. Um, it helps us and helps with the numbers so much. Uh, also, follow us on social media at Pancakes and Bacon on Twitter, at rbacon26 for Reed, at Kyler Curbison for myself on all social medias. Um, but yeah, just really appreciate you guys. So let's jump into the podcast. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Have a great podcast for you. We are breaking down some film on a recent recruit today. Uh, we're not going to get into a bunch of semantics, but before we get into film breakdown and what we saw out of the guy, Reed, how we doing, bud? Kyler. You studly, beautiful man, you. Welcome to episode two of Pancakes and Bacon. That's right. That is <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, worry, I'll be, I'll be yeah. putting that in the beginning. Don't you, I know. Don't you do that? No, I know, I know. I was just, I was just joking. I was being you. Check out my new RTI swag, bro. Look at that. Look at that guy. Ah, extra large. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, we have our we have our pancakes and bacon group text with you and I and Johnny O and, and Double B and then Rick and Ryan and, and Jack and John uh, sent that he had the, the new swag. And I was like, bro, I was like, I really want to get it for the next pod. This is our second one. And I didn't want to bother him, but he was like, yeah, no, I got him at the house. So Megan and I went to Chesapeake's for a nice Lenten meal on Friday and I texted John separate. He's like, bro, come on by. So went by old Johnny O's house, picked up the swag, hung out and talked with him, which he's hilarious. He was cracking us up, but um, I got this and immediately came home, tried it on beautiful Peter Millar golf polo. And then we also have a, uh, a pull. Yeah, this is polo. We have a pullover. Uh, I have your stuff with you. So if you're a good boy, when you come in for the spring game and for Josh Dobbs's golf tournament, then maybe you get to wear yours. If not, so I only so only if I'm a good boy. Yeah, I might I might consider keeping it. So I have four. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a great weekend. Um, let's uh, let's let's dive in and talk about Jake the Snake Merlinger. Is that how is that how you, you say I, it? Merck is what I, I mean. There's a K. Merck, yeah, boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was leading to. I was like, I cannot wait to say, like, we just murked your ass. Yeah. Like, whenever we beat South Carolina and Kentucky in like four years. When Jake's at the helm. 
Yeah, it's just it's just to add a little little bit to it. That's like why I like him as a recruit even more. It's like, yeah, oh, you got a nice you got a nice football name. This is um, let me let me read off. So I'm on Rivals today. You know, I switch around. Um, Jake Jake the Snake here, pro style, slightly misleading by the way, that he's a pro style. Maybe get the little eye emojis for stuff to come. No, listen. So he's six three. 195 savannah georgia um he's 94th nationally so he's a top 100 player he's top 12 in the state of georgia which is an absolute you know just hot i mean georgia is so stacked with talents ridiculous that's the reason why kirby's where he's at right now with that facts 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 uh and he's seventh uh, for his position and that has the two little green arrows pointing up um Obviously, we know that I love going to the offer list, and he's got basically everybody. So he's got Tennessee, Arkansas, Austin P, Auburn, Boston College, Cincy, Coastal Carolina, Duke, Florida, Georgia, Georgia Southern, Georgia Tech, uh, Iowa State. I'm going to skip a couple. Miami, Michigan, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Missouri, North Carolina, uh, North Carolina State, Pitt. I'm going to skip some. And then Clemson and, and Notre Dame. Actually, Clemson and Notre Dame are on the list. He took two visits to Notre Dame and two visits to Clemson. It says he didn't get an offer. Listen, I don't know if that's because they knew he was going elsewhere, but they obviously invited the young man up there twice. He took two visits to North Carolina. He took five visits to Michigan State. Um, He took three to Georgia, and uh, he took two to Florida. Tennessee's, as of right now, until it changes, is still in the SEC East. So the fact that – Obviously, Florida brought him twice. Georgia brought him three times. He's an in-state kid for Georgia, and we get him. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little hot take, Kyler. I, I don't necessarily love or get as excited for quarterbacks as other people do, and especially okay. break, breaking down their film, because I feel like a lot of times, sometimes the quarterback um, films can all look a lot – I mean – you know, just dropping dimes, throwing deep ball, deep ball, deep ball, you know, hit a post, hit a deep corner, hit a go route. And so sometimes I'd rather watch like a safety or a defense alignment or an offense alignment or maybe a running back. Um, but I really, really like Jake's film a lot. And and I'm going to yeah, start. Do you it. feel like that because hitting those corner routes or hitting a post or, or hitting a deep ball, like you're not necessarily seeing technique out of him. It's just like, oh, he threw a good ball here. And then like, I think sometimes those are a little bit misleading because you don't know what actually happened in the game. You don't know if he had like three or four picks that game. You're just like, oh, wow, that was one good throw. But say through it 30 times, like having one out of 30 is not necessarily giving you all you got. So I kind of understand where you're coming from, where like if you're watching a DB or a defensive lineman, which is probably your favorite, you get to see the technique. You see his hand punch. You see his – working with his arm you see his hips turn you see his feet move so i think that part of it is like a little bit more intriguing from a film study standpoint so so yeah a little bit in a way and i'll keep this very very quick so we can just start talking about the start talking about the film um i if i really wanted to i would just go and and check the highlights and this or not the highlights i just check his stats for different stuff and Usually I do that. Sometimes I don't because it's like these all these high school guys that are four star, five star, three stars. I mean, usually their production is off off the chart. Yeah. Uh, so every once in a while, I'll go look at it just for fun. You know, see, oh, he had 120 plus tackles or 
he threw for 6,000 yards, you know, whatever the, the, the crazy thing is in, you know, for a season or for their career. But I think for me, it's more of just like, it's just, I've seen so much, like I can see so many deep bombs, whether you're a receiver, just running under catch, you run under catch. And that's why like a squirrel white, when we watched his film back in the day, like I loved it because he was doing so many different things. Same, same thing with, with uh, Chaz Nimrod, you know, he gave me so many different things when he was coming out as a receiver. So what I did was, is I said, okay, like I'm going to start watching the whole film through and then I'm going to go back and watch it and take notes. And that's, I really, really like some of the stuff that, that Jake brought to the table. Um, I'll let you go ahead first and then sure. I'm going to go, and then I'm going to go down my notes and kind of hit some of my favorite plays. And obviously we're probably going to have, a lot of the same because I, I only watch his junior. I'm assuming you only watch his junior. Yeah, that's what I watched too. The, the most updated one wanted to watch the junior. Uh, 6'3, 195 for Jake. Um, the, the first thing that you notice in his film, his, his touch and his, his ability um, to kind of throw a, a very catchable ball. Like it does not feel like the guys are struggling to find it. They're, they're, they're trying to reach for it. Doesn't feel like it's, you know, smacking their hands when he throws it. It's very much like, oh, that was perfect right in the bread basket. Uh, and he has a ton of those. Now, there wasn't many that were like, here's a 60 yarder. Here's a deep, deep, deep throw. 40, maybe push to 50. But that wasn't really a concern to me that there wasn't more of those. It's like, if your guy's open at 30 yards, why in the hell would you wait for him to be open at 50? Like it doesn't send it, send it, get it, get him the ball, get him the ball. Um, I like the type of offense he ran too. the single back, single tight end, multiple receivers, and they got in motion from the boundaries. They, they got in play action. They, they were hitting guys in different spots. They got him, rolling out and throwing the ball also had him running option plays with his running back. So he gets the ball. This is all things that Heupel has in his offense. It's all things that Jake himself has to make the decision. I think that's one of the hardest parts about a quarterback position, especially in a spread offense like this, a RPO offense like this. It's when do you hand that ball off? When do you take the ball yourself and when do you throw it? A quarterback in Hendon who did it amazing last year has to make that decision like that. They, they have to determine I'm going to go one of those three ways in about a half second. So him just kind of already being put in that scenario in his high school offense definitely is a good sign moving forward. Now, that's not to say he's going to come in here and be Hendon Hooker first day. Um, but some of the other stuff, like I thought he was pretty athletic and pretty quick, uh, for, for him. Like I, I didn't necessarily expect like a little bit of speed out of him. Um, he stands tall in the pocket, does not care if he gets hit. He wants to complete that ball. Uh, so some of the rollouts he had, I thought was pretty impressive. Like his touch and his ability to get the ball to guys while on the run, his ability to make things happen. There's a play towards the end where he's spinning, getting out of tackles, rolling to his right, throws back across a guy running left. And it's like, you don't see that out of a lot of quarterbacks, like that ability. Um, and there was one he's rolling to his left 
he literally is running backwards by the time he throws the ball just to get his shoulders square for the throw. Like that is incredible. Like the athleticism to stay up gets hit right in the chest as he's letting it go. I, I very much enjoyed his film. I'm not going to say that he is the most athletic and best quarterback I've ever seen out of a high school tape, but damn, he's solid. I like the way he moves. I like the, the balls he throws. He's got 36 touchdowns and two interceptions. I mean, that's a good sign. That's a really good sign uh, for him. I mean, that's that's kind of the hypo offense we want. Make the right decision at the right time. Run it if you need to. You know, you don't have to be super athletic, but athletic enough in this offense. Um, so I, I like this film. I Like I said, I'm not going to say, like, I'm more impressed with him than I was with Nico. But this is a very solid get. I think he plays well again his senior year. He can be bumped to a five-star, like very, very possible, especially, especially in Georgia. Like we just like I just said, he's got some of the most competition in the country playing in Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with a lot of, of what you what you said. Um I like this film a lot, like, you know, going into it um, already stating, Hey, that sometimes quarterback film can just be a little, a little routine, a little boring. And so now I go into it watching like, yeah, show me some of those deep balls, those good highlights. Um, Let's see that placement. Let's see that touch. And I, and I agree. I wrote the exact same thing down. I thought he did throw a nice deep ball and he had a nice touch and it was very much like, all right, I'm running a bread basket. I'm running bread basket. You know, they're not stopping for it. They're not having to go up and high point it. They're not, they're not having to lunge for it. His guys are continuing in, in stride, so it's great to see. Yep. Um, it's funny that you talk about his offense because I did feel like a lot of the times I was watching a hypo-type offense, the only throws that I did not see from him that I would have liked to have seen that would translate to the Tennessee offense is some digs and some of those comeback routes, like mm-hmm. comeback slash hitch. I mean, all of his stuffs were – where deep goes, uh, post, corner, like they had like a little corner route, but it was like almost a mixture of a corner and an out route because it wasn't so defined. It was kind of more of like a bend and he would throw to a spot. I will yeah. say his receivers look awesome. His receivers looked really good. Their ability looked, to get open was pretty incredible too. I thought they caught their caught with their hands well. I thought they were good after the catch. They looked athletic. I think he has – I don't know if that's just a big receiver, that tight end that they have, number two. That kid's a dog too, he looked like. He had some really nice catches. Um, but, yeah, a lot of his stuff was like they had some seam routes. Um, you know, I would have liked it. You know, I would have liked to have seen, you know, like I said, a couple digs here and there or a couple comebacks, you know, because those are uh, – we use those a lot in Hypo's offense, and they are very important because they're a long throw. Those are, the, those are the throws that can be picked off pretty easily. But I'm just giving an example of – you know, I, I like the film a lot. If I could have seen those things, I probably would have been in love with it because everything else you see, I think he's awesome with. My, my favorite thing is what you said. For a kid his age to stand in a pocket and know he's going to get hit and just delivers a ball was oh, yeah. su- super impressive to me because you see a lot of high school kids that have his talent. They're going to take one more step back and try to sling it. And this kid's like, F it. Like, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to deliver a strike, even with a guy in my face. I mean, so – 
go to the seven 30, 37 second mark. You know, it's one of my, you know, I got a couple plays here that I love 37 second mark. So it's probably like the third play. It's a play action. He sidesteps, he sets his feet and he delivers a strike while getting hit and it's pressure in the face. So it's not like he's getting pressure from behind and he doesn't see it coming or even from this way. I mean, this is coming right up, right up, you know, Alley, oh, yeah. alleyway number one. He knows he's getting hit he in the chest, and he does not care. He's like, I'd rather give up the chest and get a touchdown. Right, right. And then, you know, I've already said nice placement accuracies on some of those deep outs and corner routes, and that that's not an easy throw. And, and so it's, he does it's a good not. There's one that it feels like he's throwing across the field all yeah. the way to, like, the, the pylon, that corner pylon. I, that was – because he's right-handed, too. He's throwing it to his left. It's across the body. Like, I'm like, oh, wow. The, right. The touch that he has isn't like that is his it's, it's best nice. attribute. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eyes downfield is another thing uh, that I really, really like to see out of a high school guy. Is hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop back and and I'm not gonna just look for my one read or my first and second read and then and then hit it. And he kept his eyes downfield. Uh, so 104, uh, you know, one minute four seconds um, is probably my favorite play, and I say that jokingly. Because it's the one that it was the come in, you know, come in motion. You want to call it a, a play action jet sweep, and then he, you know, what would you guys call that with Dobbs back in the day, like the mid a midline keeper, or was that just the would you or like? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily know how we described it as a play because as an offensive line, we ran it as counter or power. That's what we. So this is like so it's almost like a quarterback power. He's faking the jet sweep and then exactly. just coming right up power. So I, I jokingly say it was my favorite play because it says he's a pro style quarterback. I'm four or five clips in and I see this kid take off. I'm like, Hypel does not need a mobile quarterback, but darn it, it helps a lot. Oh, we yeah. just had the conversation about it a week ago when we went to practice, and I said, or you know, the night before when you came in before we went to practice, I said. Rewatching that Alabama game and thinking about it, like I really hope Joe runs because a lot of the um, off schedule making something happen that Hendon did, and then the also designed run, it's a huge, huge piece of this offense. Mm -hmm. So to see that he is more than capable of doing that, I love, I love to see that. And he and he took off and house called it. Uh, you go to the one twenty six mark. This is a ridiculous play. He is, it's he's going to his left. He's right-handed, so he's coming, you know, he's throwing, like, across his body, and he's got the pressure, you know, coming in his face. So this is another one. He's getting away, getting away. And for a high school kid to be able to come across and make the throw, you know, and it's it's not – he's not throwing 40 yards downfield, but it was a good probably 25, 30, 35 yards. He throws a great ball. And to be able to be, go, you know, running left, Pressure coming. He's kind of running away slash back. It was a great ball, great touch, great accuracy. Um, then come down. It's the very, very next play. And it's the 132 mark, and he makes a free rusher miss. There are so many times in college football, and you guys know it with Tennessee that we do it all the time. We bring that star position. We bring the guy off the edge. And I always talk about how you got to come under control. Well, this this guy comes off, and Jake makes a miss. Not only does he make him, make him miss, he makes, you know, he makes a miss, steps up in the pocket, gets out to the right side, keeps his eyes downfield, makes a great play. And and, and so, for I those people, so... for those people who don't necessarily understand how important that is to make that free runner miss, I want you, I want to give you a name real quick. You just, you just think about it. You just think about this name real quick, and then, and then tell me how important it is, Jarrett 
Garantano. And then tell me how important that is. He could never, ever get out of a free rushing guy. Ever. That guy, Jarrett, was going down. Down, no matter what. He was not going to escape that first tackle. And that is why you can see the importance of Oh wow, he has that ability. He can actually do that. Let's not throw let's not let JG catch strays. He's been gone for a while. Poor guy had his ups and downs. He gave his body up. But yes, uh making a free rusher miss is so, so vital. You see the best of the best do it in college and then obviously in the NFL, whether it's, you know, uh Patty Mahomes, Josh Allen, sexy Joe Burrow, my guy, like, you know, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, even Peyton and Tom, like the greats of the greats. Like they, they can't move faster than my mom, but they can make a first guy miss by sidestep or whatever. So to <laughs> yeah. see him do that, but, but not only did he make the free rusher miss, but he keeps his eyes downfield, gets out of the pocket, delivers a strike, and then come all the way down to three minutes and 14 seconds. And it's so some people probably already turned the highlight tape off because we always joke that coaches watch like the first 45 seconds and they're done. Three minutes, he breaks a sack, he gets out of the pocket, eyes downfield, and then he throws – it is like a little Patty Mahomes across his body. So he breaks a sack, steps on the pocket, gets right, and throws it back to a guy coming across his face. And I was very impressed with that. He just seems um, – he has like that perfect amount of calm, cool, collective swag, uh, but he gets a little fiery. Like I loved when he dove for the end zone. And, you know, you can see he's got that little bit of, you know – uh, fieriness to him, um, which it's I like that out of a quarterback. I like my quarterback to be calm, cool, and collective. But if they do something, I like to see a little emotion. You yeah. know, I need I need a little bit. And uh, so I was very impressed as as a quarterback highlight film. I I was very impressed. Um, like I said, the only thing that I would have liked to have seen is a couple dig routes. You know, I don't even think I saw any really slant routes from them, and that's fine. I mean, I was very impressed with their offense. I mean, I thought I thought. They were moving it very well, and I mean they they averaged like forty six points a game. So like yeah, were, I mean you know they, they right. were doing all right, <laughs> more than all right. So yeah, those are the only throws I didn't see. You know a hitch or like an actual deep out, and then a dig. I would have liked to see those, but I have very much faith in the seeing the other stuff I've seen that that Jay can deliver those with no problem. So yeah. uh, I was very happy with with his film. Yeah, I was too. I'm very excited for when he gets here and seeing him more, then we'll see him at practice. If he stays committed now, you know, sometimes people make their decisions. Um, and I really want to tell people that we marked our ass with, with, with Jake being here. So I'm very excited for him too. Can you just, uh, I mean, Jake just drops back, got a free rusher coming. Some guy from, from Georgia, he just shakes. And it's like, Merc on you. <laughs> yeah, how incredible would it be if he's like in Newland and he just, rah, rah, and then you hear the whole crowd just go, Merc. Yeah, seriously, though. Uh, good pod, brother. All right, man. All right. Thank you guys for watching and listening. If you are watching, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Um, and leave a comment. We love answering the comments on YouTube. If you're just listening, write in review, download, and re-download. Follow us on those pages, whether you're on Apple, on Spotify, wherever. Um, make sure you're checking out the RTI.com website. That's where you can get everything Tennessee athletics. It's not just football. It's not just basketball. It's everything. Talk about everything. So 
Make sure and check it out over there. Um, also, follow us on social media at Pancakes and Bacon on Twitter, at rbacon 26 Reed at Kyler Kerbison for myself on all social medias. Uh, so appreciate those follows. And thank you, guys. Thank you for all the new people we have now um, who have started following us this week since we joined RTI. Um, and then thank you for all the loyal listeners and watchers who have been with us for a long time. You, you know, you guys are the reasons why we do this. So just appreciate you so much. Um, and as always, go off. You're listening to RTI Audio, powered by Rocky Top Insider.